and now. Hello, Peggy Beatty here. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I told you to. Um, hey, you guys. This is a different. This is going to be a different show today. This might be a little different podcast than I usually do. I got three comedians on. Um, that, uh, but we're not only going to talk about comedy. I'm going to introduce uh, Jaded. Jaden, say hi. Hey everybody, how's it going? Chris, well, not Chris, he's putting <laughs> shit in his mouth. <laughs> Tim Turbo Crosby. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. Get your... Yo, yo. Yeah. And now, Chris Barrett. Hey, hi. So let me tell you how hi. I met these guys. Oh, sorry. No. I cut you right off. Nice, bag. <laughs> I met these guys in comedy... So I just got back into comedy after a year. Um, I met Jaden first, I think, because you invited me or you had an open mic close by. I went there. You guys were really nice. And I, Tim, I don't know if you were there that time or not. I believe he was. Was that Rusty Nail? No. Gabriel's. No. Gabriel's. It was at, um, it was begins with a J on Van Dyke. We only did it once. Maybe it wasn't you. Anyways, that's where I met you. And then I met you at that nightmare um, one that that girl. Remember, it was girl. a crazy night. And oh, uh, the girl about, uh, paid that guy to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that was the other one. With that. That, was, that, was, oh, that was Gabriel. You, no, you walked out of that. Yeah. I remember you sitting there just like, oh, we're Peg. She's like, that was I've done that a couple times. That was a, that was Brian Frederick on stage. He's like, I'll yep. pay you to get the fuck off the stage yeah, right now. It was crazy. <laughs> oh. I said, fuck this, I'm out. So, anyways, and then Chris, I met actually on Facebook. We met online, Chris. Oh boy, <laughs> just like back in the day, how we did it. Well, not in my day. We didn't have it. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> anyways, I met Chris because I put on my uh, Facebook I wanted to do a podcast, basically on someone else's podcast or something so he messaged me and i did his podcast it's called pokey time it's awesome um he does it live on twitch twitch yeah Yeah. so it's a lot of fun he does what i want to do put up videos and shit but i don't know how to do that so (laughs) it's this is what you get babe (laughs) so anyways we're all kind of like-minded we feel right kind of i mean i'm sure we're not But we're all into the like First Amendment, free speech, um, liberty, fucking and government. For all. <laughs> Just, yeah. Justice for most. For yes. most. Us. <laughs> Just for the selection. Just us, yeah. <clears throat> right? Yeah, the ones that know what are happening. Yeah. Justice, just us. Justice, just isn't that us. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Isn't that a isn't that a pun? I don't know. It might be a pun Black's Law Dictionary. Might be. I don't know. But we all. I I brought them because I feel the comedians um, are actually saving our First Amendment. Dave Chappelle, um, Bill Burr, uh, Ricky Gervais, all those guys. They don't give a fuck, and they say what they want, and um, they've been you know trying to get canceled. I mean. 
Chappelle was canceled a little bit, right, from Netflix? Didn't he lose some money there? Uh, I wouldn't say he got, he got, didn't get canceled from Netflix. He told them to pull his uh, Chappelle show off of Viacom. He says, no, told everybody, don't watch it. Just don't watch it. And it made it worthless. So that's how you actually get oh. things to vote through. You pay nice. it with your dollar. Mm-hmm. If they don't make money, they don't care about it. It's the same thing with... Uh, with the cancel culture, because they're the biggest group right now, because everyone's going behind them. Mm-hmm. If the money's there, they'll let them say whatever they want. But then when they're like, "Oh, wait a minute, this is where the money's flowing at," yeah, the cancel culture, we're gonna get rid of that. So they'll what let- I don't understand is like talk shows, right? ABC, Kimmel, Fallon, all those guys. Their ratings suck. There's a guy in Fox <laughs> News that is the Fox News is beating them. On the, yeah, I don't know, the, the guy at 11 o'clock. What's the G? His, his last name starts with a G? Yeah. Right? It's funny. His show is, like, similar to the way The Daily Show used to be, kind of. Oh. And, and yes. I just found it super interesting, like, it flipped. Like, it seems like a lot of, like, like Jimmy Kimmel and stuff like that, they're doing more news news yeah. than Fox is doing, who's supposed to be news. They're doing more of, like, a... Like jokes and stuff and like bits on. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, it's crazy. It, so my point was, is they can't be making more money, no. right? <clears throat> ABC, NBC, CBS, or the Oscars or whatever. It just seems like they don't care. Sometimes I feel that way, but so that, that's like wrong. a big part of it, right there. Um, these networks they get paid by the advertisers. These are the same advertisers that you know promote their products and they're the ones that really push everything they lobby the politicians so basically they pay the networks and if the networks don't do, don't do what they say and like they have an agenda to push obviously mm-hmm. because it's paid for by the corporations that are the advertisers and so again it comes down to the money yeah i mean it's so Basically, there's an agenda all the way across the board. The three are linked together. The advertisers, the networks, and the politicians. And They're all on the same yeah. page. And the corpora- corporations. Yeah. I mean, the corporations pretty much run everything. Big pharma. That's why every commercial break you see pharm- pharmaceutical commercials. It's, it's ridiculous. It is. Um, and uh, they're the people that run shit. I mean. And they're the ones that are trying to push what they're... It's, you think, if you were to go, hey, how do I get this person to do what I want them to do? Well, you give them a reason that they feel important titled and empowered to want to do it so it's oh it's it's for the greater good that's why you want to do it now you're a part of a team that's doing the greater good and if you're not on that team you must be the devil yeah so if and we can convince you to do this and you feel like you want to we don't even have to tell you to do it and the, made you want to do the it. weird thing about that whole thing is is i feel like a lot of people are more like egocentrical now oh yeah which is which is weird that they're doing something that they have to show outwardly that they're helping people, but at the same time, they're it's for themselves. You know, what I mean, like super focused on them. You know, yeah. which is crazy to me. And people, I don't know, they because <laughs> they, they bought an ideology that that also works for them and makes them believe, gives them the feeling, not the logic of what they're doing is right. Right, like so, the dude. He's, you know, it's like the dude. Uh, yeah, I, I uh, volunteer every week at the kitchen, whatever place, so I can be an asshole in every other aspect of my life. <laughs> you know what I mean? That yes. guy. 
right? Like, no, I know I'm with you on that. It's the same. Like, I notice that with so many people. Like, you see them promoting on the internet, you know, all this stuff, uh, like Ukraine, whatever, blah blah blah. You meet them, and they're like the most unsufferable person you've ever met in yeah. your life. Mm-hmm. They're just all about themselves. They're completely focused on what's going on with them and not other people. But if you were to look in their social media, it looks like, wow, this is a great person. They're helping this and this and this, and they want to promote that. And, like, the Facebook birthday fundraiser shit that they force on everybody yeah. to. Oh, the Facebook like, like, fundraiser. Do you, you better do a fundraiser on your birthday on Facebook. <laughs> otherwise, you're a shit. horrible person. <laughs> look how wonderful I am. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Look how great I am. Yeah. But in reality, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> they even like started turning off the, uh, you don't know how many likes or hearts or whatever they got. You just know they got some. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, you can adjust. Of, I know I'm getting likes or I know people are looking at it, but I don't, I don't know actually how much because it's like the fact is that it's it was a competition to see who could get the most. Now the fact is that you get rid of that is also the competition of look at you being so virtuous of yeah. what's and happening. YouTube shut off the downvote. Yeah, on their mm-hmm. videos. Oh yeah. yeah, because they would have they would post something like politically, you know, divisive or whatever, and then they would notice all these down votes on it, and then they're like, "Well, it's got to be those Russian bots that don't yeah. like this." Yeah. So, to in order to make sure that people don't think that this is a bad idea, we're gonna take the down vote away, so you can only see how many up votes. So why are. the hell do they even have the down button anyway? Well, they don't anymore. Technically, yeah, they took it away. So oh, wait, on YouTube, you yeah. can see you're the only you, if you posted the video, you can see how many downvotes you like. So you can feel oh, really you can bad actually, about you yourself, can see the downvotes. but nobody else can see how bad you're doing. You know, yeah, no, I'm saying the, the button is still there, but it doesn't show how effective it, yeah, it, it is. It doesn't show anybody oh. else. It's, it's just like, telling it, the person that put the video up like you suck. So it's a toddler with a steering wheel <laughs> in the passenger seat. Yeah, it's like it's there, but it don't work. <laughs> exactly. So as, as far as the uh, as far as the corporate thing goes, like. Okay, so the corporation control shit, as I was saying earlier, I know I'm going back to this, but I have, no, a, point, I have, a, I have a point to make because with with comedy, if you ever get booked for a corporate gig, they want it squeaky mm. clean for whatever reason. And mm. it's like, well, that doesn't make sense because the world's a real raw place, but you're trying to create this fake utopia where everything, well, you can't say this. Nope, you can't say that. You can't even say a swear word. And it's like, get the hell out of here. Yeah. I mean, that, that's corporations just showing, throwing their weight around, telling everybody how to live, and because they're inbred, because they have to make everything one size fits all, so they have to take their ideology and put it into where it's like, okay, this is how you freaking work at 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 Myers or Walmart or whatever. You could do the same job over here. It's like that's why mom and pop shops are kind of they have their own personality because it's oh, this is how we take apart radiators this is how we build radiators mm-hmm. and different places or avenues that it's a little bit different because that's what real intelligence is you're able to take a look at something and figure it out in your own specific way that's how the world is it's not yeah. one size fits all and that's what they're trying to do right with that. right and i think like i think people get too emotional with mm-hmm. their opinions and their beliefs rather than just try to sit down and talk to somebody yeah, about, so about, totally about things like dude we can emotional I'll, I'll, I'll sit down with anybody and and talk to anybody about anything honestly um but then they'll call you sure i'll say some questionable (laughs) shit but uh i'm willing to negotiate and figure things out in a a truthful factful manner rather than just be biased with my opinions and try to 
shut everybody else down because my opinion matters more. I, I, I can't stand that. That's not well, that's not the way anybody should live life. I think it's ridiculous. Well, I think I think another like major thing is is that people don't care about context anymore. Yeah. Right. True. Yeah. So you might be speaking about something that's controversial or something that you know might sound like it's offensive, but in the context of the way that you used it, you know, it's not. If we just take it, I'll just take an example for me. Like I, I say jokes about my son who has autism, mm-hmm. and there could be somebody listening, and they just hear me talking about his autism and assume that you know I'm ripping on autism. Right, right, right. The only reason why I'm kind of immune to that is that it's my son. Right, right. right. So then they probably give me a pass on it. But if I said it was some other kid's, you know, some other person's kid with autism and I did those jokes, they'd probably be offended, even though in the context, you know, if you if you look at the point of it, I'm actually showing love. You know what I mean? Yeah. But people don't hear any of the context anymore. They oh I heard one of those words. I heard that word. It's almost like everyone's a dog whistle trigger to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, you know like uh, Dave Chappelle he went through that. Right. Sorry. No. He did. He went through that with the trans stuff. If you mm-hmm. listen to the content it's right in the context of it. Yes. I, yeah. I, did I? What did I say? You said content. content. It's all good. Content. <laughs> context. Same yes. Thing. Yeah. Same thing, yeah. Context of the content of what he was actually talking about. Yeah. Listen to be. his shit. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> That's true too. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, they took that. If you really listened to that, it was a really a beautiful thing what he said, yeah. and right. it's crazy that people don't hear it. Like. Do they not listen? They must not. That's they must the not listen to the whole thing. That's so, the genius of it, what he did. So George it Carlin. Is. He's incredible, that guy. And George, I, I don't agree with everything he says. Who cares? On this issue, <laughs> right. uh, George Carlin once said, I think it's the duty of the comedian to find out where the line is drawn and cross it deliberately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's the truth. I mean, but you got to be funny. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you, ha- you, have to, you definitely have to put it in a funny mm-hmm. way. I've heard some... Uh, and there's, there's they a had way, no punches. Uh, there's, you a way to deliver. there's a way to deliver it, too. And I think that makes you a better comedian, too, is knowing how to be able to deliver something that's fucked up. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like packaging it in a way that's consumable by more people. You just come out and you say, you're like, I hate that bitch. You know? Yeah. Well, Some people might laugh and be like, I hate bitches, too. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, if you package it in another way, you might get somebody out there who's like, I'm a bitch, but I think that's funny. Yeah. (laughs) Right. It's almost like you lure them into the, well, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to think that I'm a bitch, but what you just described is pretty bitchy, and that's what I do. And a lot of people have a hard time with that self-reflective of, oh, this is poinking at me. I'm just going to run with my emotions and go, I feel attacked now. A lot of, a lot of people are just, they go with what they feel and that's a terrible way. That's a, that's a slippery slope of Mm -hmm. you're just going for the ride. Right. So there's a lot of insecure people in the world. So it's like, they take it personal when you say something that might be relatable to them. Well, look, look at Kramer. What's his name? Kramer, the guy that played Kramer. Oh, he did that uh, N word thing. He was yelling. Yeah. Now, have you heard that? He sounded angry. Now, I don't know. It wasn't like it didn't feel good. Like you, you can you. I mean, I'm not saying he should be canceled or anything, but um, did I plug that in? Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> okay, sorry, I didn't see the plug-in. Um, so he, you listen to that, and you can feel something's weird with him. And during that, did you listen to it? I feel like this is directed to me as the African American yeah. in the group, <laughs> right? As the um, spokesman. Like, I mean, I didn't. 
I could kind of get what he was doing. I see it, but the, the fact is, it's almost like you you have to have a crowd that's primed for that. That's that's dangerous territory because a lot of people, even like well, like I'll, I'll say I'll say jokes like that, and I have uh, one of the uh, senior black comedians, Franklin. He'll just be like, "Man, I don't like that. I, I don't because it's it's it's." From me, it comes from a different place. From him, it comes from another place yeah. because it was that was what was happening at that time, and it wasn't like a joking haha. It was a no, you're less than, you're a piece of crap, I hate you type of way. And I can I can see now where that comes from. And then let's just say now, if the older generations bring the youth up like that, that's where they can also get incited off of that. A lot yeah. of people now just use that as just like oh, I'm a freak out, blah blah blah, and get mad. But what what I noticed with that, that's the model. For outrage culture. Saying nigga is the original model for outrage culture. Because now it's, you're transphobic. Oh, you're racist. Or you're mm-hmm. this or that. It's, it's the same exact, you're thinking with the right brain. You're not logically thinking. And you're in fight or flight. And you cannot actually properly think. And now this is why we have the world going fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's... Well, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of... I went left on that one. Part, but, no, but... Yeah, it just... But, when I heard that, when I heard him do it, I did... I mean, it, I thought it, it was weird. I really did, but, you know, I don't know why. He was he grasping at straws, and he, he grabbed yeah. a really bad straw. straw. <laughs> Fucked him really bad. Yeah. I think he was one of the first ones to get canceled. Am I correct? Um, for, no, for, no, 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 no. Lenny Bruce, for sure. Oh, yeah, well, he got arrested. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, when you get arrested, that's yeah. pretty much, uh, yeah, you need to get off stage, and you need to shut up, and uh, you're getting canceled right now, so... So yeah, I was I read about him. I was studying him a little bit, and um, he was arrested many times. He was into drugs and stuff. But the last time he was arrested, what I wrote it all down. But he was he was arrested. He did four months in like a work, you know, like a workhouse they called it, and then he died. And then um, they did like a uh, they redid the. a law to open things up to where that can't happen again and then they um pardon him even though he was dead but i thought that was I <laughs> hey you died well i guess we'll let you off the hook now but if it wasn't for him that one law i wish i i, I have it written here but it doesn't really matter i mean it's a fucking law it's like it's like most <laughs> most most people that get the medal of honor in the military are dead like they die yeah. and then they get the honor later yeah you that's know? exactly it's what like it, great i'm glad i got that yeah while I'm up and smoking weed with Jesus or whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, sweet, bro, I got a medal. <laughs> smoking weed with but Jesus. If you have, but if you do survive and you have a medal of honor, it's pretty crazy. Like, people have to salute you and, like, you get all these, like... Oh, I didn't know that. Oh. You get a bunch of, like, uh, privileges, which I think you, I mean, you should earn if you, you know, did some crazy shit. You know? I, would, I would imagine so. But, um... Cancel culture, cancel culture. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, by cancel the way, cancel culture is eating itself. You think so? Yes. Oh, thank uh, God. It's been slowly consuming itself. I think you're right. Like uh, like Aurora Borealis, snake I, eating its tail. If I can, mm-hmm. uh, I watch TikTok lives sometimes when I'm bored at three o'clock in the morning and I can't sleep because I feel like I'm going to die for whatever reason. Um, and you see some of the craziest like arguments. On, of left fighting left because of something. So there was a trans woman, <laughs> right? And she had the opinion, she was saying, this is what she was saying, that trans women aren't actually women, right? And this exploded. So as a trans woman, she was saying, 
I'm not actually a woman, a biological woman, right? <laughs> and these people were like attacking her, and they were literally like, um, like harassing her. They were trying to figure, doxing her, trying to figure out what her number is, Dude, trying all that stuff. Shit. And there, it's like you're on the same team, bro. Like, right? You're supposed <laughs> to be, right? And then <laughs> can't you have these talks to where? But I, I feel like that person was being realistic because that trans woman was like, you know, I'm not really a woman. Which is true. Either you have a dick or you don't. I mean, well, I won't say like whatever. That's, that's the way we don't even I have to get into that whole thing. But not, the whole because again, I, th- I think like that's just opinion on whether you're a woman or not. That, that's that's your that's your own mindset, your own opinion, your own belief. I mean, that it doesn't have nothing to do with biology. Like you have a penis or a vagina, right? And well, maybe I, if you're a hermaphrodite, a hermaphrodite, you know, you're both. But there's only two real genders. Um, so I think his point is different. you should be able to say that without us doxing you exactly. and blowing up your house. That's kind of right. like what right. I was it's, trying to yeah. say was is if if that dialogue isn't there, right, right, and that person, you know, like if I go in there and I say something that's completely wrong, you know, like I heard all uh, Eskimos, you know, pee out the backside or something yeah. right <laughs> if i'm not allowed to say that right like they're peeing out their ass or Where something right i don't know i was trying to think of the least <laughs> offensive the smallest no, group of, there might be eskimos listening to this right now like eskimos we're gonna fucking gonna cancel, cancel this guy right so if i if i'm not allowed to say that <laughs> at all right then i'm never gonna learn that that's wrong right right like Women like men thinking that women pee out of their vagina, vagina, vagina. (laughs) Women that pee out of the vagina, they don't know. There's men out there that still don't know that there's another hole there that they pee out of. There's men they think it's literally coming out like baby comes out of there, uh, penis goes in there, and pee comes out of there. You know, if they're never allowed to say. (laughs) (laughs) We're listening. That's a Google search away if you ever wanted to know, right? But like. There's a lot of stuff that's a Google search away that you, people should know, but they don't. But if you're never allowed to, to say research. that, if you're never allowed to say something fucking stupid right. so that somebody's like, listen, dumbass. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, men have one less rib than women. That's not fucking true. But so many people believe that, too, that men have one less rib than women. It's just something from the Bible. But in reality, biologically, we have the same amount of ribs. Yeah. Right? But if you're not... Able to like be in a conversation and be like, yeah, isn't that cool that men have one less yeah. rib than women? And people were just like, you're evil, you're gone, you're banished. Nobody's yeah. ever, nobody ever, like, you know. Then you just be like, okay, uh, you know, still believing what you believe, just thinking that everybody's an asshole. Well, what if we did that for like uh, women's suffrage or mm-hmm. or um, civil rights? And yeah, because I'm sure that wasn't popular back in the mm-hmm. '60s, right? No. Um, or Frederick Douglass had his own uh, newspaper. <laughs> right. If well, they, they could have canceled him. Well, no, we can't have that. You know, just like they're trying to cancel um, people's ideas, um, people's shows, people uh, news networks. Because if you limit what's a, what's what you think is possible, then you won't attempt to try to go any further than that. If you limit what's actually in your imagination, because your imagination, you could just pull from the ether and there, there it is. It's like, how did how did any of this get here? Mm-hmm. How did it get here? You had a thought about it. Something inspired you, and then there it was. Or even to have a new type of thought or a dialogue. 
And then when you start putting that out there to other people, other people start thinking that. But if you're trying to control and limit what you can and can't do, right? well, that'll now pass on again. And again, it's no different than just like you just go, oh, the younger generation, they're like this and that. And you go farther back and then farther back. Or just like, you didn't even kill a wildebeest when you were 10 years old. Yeah. You ain't a real man. <laughs> like... No, you're right. Where does it go? It's continually pushing and pushing and pushing it to where we get to, oh, fuck. Yeah, we're, we're kind of stuck here. And we didn't realize it. Some people just don't even notice it. They just either, yeah. either take pills or freaking drugs. I think, like, no one questions about, like, even marijuana. Marijuana could freaking induce schizophrenia. Right. And people don't think about that. It's all legal. Right before the pandemic happened. Became legal in Michigan. It's like it's all right. We'll deliver it to you. Just shut up, stay inside. Yeah, yeah. Get high. Yeah, so that's right. a good point right there. I mean, we're, this has to be the most heavily medicated society in the world. I would will think. We pass me my beer. Pass me your beer. I mean, I already, I already said this earlier. Like every commercial break, there's a pharmaceutical commercial mm-hmm. for new for some new drug, and it's like there's so many side effects. But make sure you uh, take care of your athlete's foot, right? Yeah. Like, sugar is bad. But there, there's a lot of psychotropical drugs. Psychotropical? Yeah. Oh, no shit. Yeah. What does that like, mean? Basic, psychotropical. Like, no, every, no, you're saying psychotropical like it's a paradise. It's psychotropic. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, I'm sorry. That, that, that's what they label it, though. That's what they label it, man. This isn't oh, my shit. word choice. They like, labeled it psychotropical? They, they called it psychotropics. I never yes. heard of it. Oh, psychotropic. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like a crazy guy in the crazy. Uh, another word for that is psychotropical. <laughs> When I'm talking about it, okay. So there's a lot of psychotropic drugs, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, um, so like basically every shooter that's been in the country, that that they've been on some kind of psychotropic drug. Yeah. So th- this shit's mind altering, fucking with people's heads. But yes, so it, it it obviously that that brings on a different mindset and uh, clouds yeah. your judgment and memory and everything. Like if you're shooting up like the dude at uh, in Vegas that. Shot the country uh, festival up. Yeah. Like, that guy was on some shit. Allegedly. 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 Let's just be clear yeah, here. Yeah, we never hear about that. Oh, no. No, no. They, they didn't want to tell you about that. I mean, Big Pharma is huge. They play a big part in everything. I just like the advertising. I, I, I personally uh, think that was a sting gone wrong. You guys, what, what about think. COVID, man, when we were on... I mean, just on Facebook. That's more brainwashing, dude. It's I remember brainwashing. getting arguments with people and just people saying shit like uh, you don't care uh, you don't care about my grandma you don't care about other people I'm yeah like, cause you're not wearing a mask I call fuck. them I call them mask holes cause they're just walking around you're not wearing your mask like no dude it's my body my choice right Same it was crazy about abortion right it was just like it was just like sh- shut up just shut up don't talk about it it's like well why are we why can't we talk about this right and yeah. it was like and we <laughs> a lot of the shit was wrong it was all pushed by the media. This it's also again. the um, it's just also people are thinking in like an inductive well it's it's, it's an inductive way where they're saying um, any person that's dissenting in questioning even if it's like a an honest innocent question or whatever they're just lightly saying what they actually believe which is the negative narrative right so you just questioning like. You know how they're administrating the drug. If they mm-hmm. hit the vein or something like that, it can cause you know issues where people were getting bad side effects. Mm-hmm. So you just questioning that people assume that you questioning that 
really in reality you're saying vaccines fake the illuminati lizards just want to control our right. brain they're putting microchips so they assume you're that extreme right, right person even though and that's how they not. shut you up mm-hmm. yeah even though you're not that person like me, I, mean, I was i was afraid of both i was afraid of getting covid but i was also afraid of getting the vaccine at the same time so i was getting it on like all angles from people like like you actually believe COVID's going to kill you? That's fucking stupid. Why are you wearing a right. mask? Why are you doing this? And then on the other side, like, you're actually afraid of the vaccine? Oh, my God. You must not want your kids to get the MMR vaccine either. I'm like... Yeah, it was crazy. It afraid? really was. I mean, I got vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Me too. And um, I kind of wish I didn't, but um, I got both of them. I didn't get boosted. I sat with my doctor. and You know, I'm old. And I have like uh, You're I old. Go, I am old, and I go into AFib. I have like this AFib problem, so he was like, eh, "Maybe you should get it." So I did. I mean, I had no problems with it, but I then I got COVID. <laughs> Remember, they said that you, we wouldn't get COVID. You ended up they getting said, COVID. <laughs> they fucking. Yeah, I'll, just, I'll just put it on the record right Imagine now. Imagine that. I'll, I'll put it on the record now. I never got vaccinated. I never got COVID, but all of my immediate family got vaccinated and ended up getting COVID. So I'm just saying that like, yeah, I have fact. Well, it's the same thing. I got, I got vaccinated in September or October of la- not last year. The, what was it? The year before, I think. And then five months later I got COVID and, um, but I don't know. Okay. Maybe the vaccine helped me. I could have gotten sicker, you know, maybe That's I would have gotten said. really fucked up. Yeah, it's a good marketing but, tool. Right but there. the funny thing is, is like you're like you're saying in the beginning, it was mm-hmm. get the vaccine, you're safe. And I then, was like, sweet man, I'm yeah. take, then I can go to work. Yeah. And, and then it it changed to well, vaccines were never made to prevent it from happening. It doesn't really actually make you immune, even though they call it immunization. Mm-hmm. And then you had people who believed the same thing too before all of a sudden they flipped their stories i'm like i've always known vaccines weren't immunizations are you crazy or yeah they, like, they, they like to be on the winning they never team. said that yeah they did they said mm-hmm. we wouldn't get it well you, it's called an immunization record yeah <laughs> thing with that was no one no one was actually promoting when they were talking about remember intravenous vitamin c Remember yeah, saying yeah. they were yeah, saying that yeah. was actually curing it. There was a place in Sterling Heights that got shut down because they were giving those people, to, they were giving that treatment to people, huh. and nobody wanted. And then they were saying that high doses of vitamin C kicked its ass, but th- but that doesn't make money. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. It doesn't make money, or they, no one says get out in the sun, freaking exercise, yeah, eat right. healthier, freaking quit smoking. Right. Nobody nobody promoted that except a couple people, and they got banned. Yeah, they Joe were getting, Logan. Yeah, they, yeah, Joe was getting banned. Uh, Rizzo Islam got banned. He got he was actually put on the FBI's list. Uh, the disinformation dozen. Very early on, Look disinformation. Up. That is such yeah. a oh like. It's so obvious what they're doing with that word. Well, no, it's it's, it's obvious like hate speech. Think. Same thing. It doesn't mean shit. Right. But <laughs> but if you don't if you don't if you just go along and just trust the science, trust the science. What is science? Science is well. Let's see if it works this time. Let's see what happens right. historically. And that's like the we've been wrong about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. That that was that was a lot of the things that I kept hearing when I. I told people I I wouldn't get the vaccine. They're like, no, trust the science, trust the media, trust the government. Like they're all pieces Liars. of shit. <laughs> they lie to you constantly, all day, every day. It's like, do you know what the Tuskegee experiment was? <laughs> oh, do you mean the Tuskegee Airmen? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, movie. do you know yeah. exactly? Do you know the Tuskegee experiment for real? Well, that's that's the thing that really pisses me off about the whole thing too. Is that 
you know, the drug companies, you're just saying all the shit that they've done and bad things. All of a sudden now we're supposed to blindly believe them. Right. The media too. I always bring it back to the, um, right before we went to Iraq, right? Yeah. How the media was just super pushing like oh, Saddam, weapons of media, uh, weapons of mass destruction, yeah, all right. that shit. Yeah. Every fucking news station, pardon my fuck, but <laughs> pardon every <your> news <laughs> station was saying that. And then, you know, 10 years later, everybody's like, what do you mean? CNN's like the, you know, the most trustworthy news, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, are you kidding me? They, CNN, one of the guys from CNN, forget what the guy's name is. Uh, shit, I'm going to have to look it up. Um, he came on when Hillary's emails came out, right? He came on on the news and said, what you're hearing about these emails is from us exclusively. It's actually illegal for you as a private person to be looking at this. So just get your information from us. Oh my God. I, I remember and, watching that. Right? I remember, I remember that. watching that video. That's that insane. That's wow. insane to me. Another thing with like the Iraq situation, like there was weapons of mass destruction. Well, they never found any weapons. Mm-hmm. Oh, they found and the weapons you, know what's, right. you know what's funny is uh, the vice president at the time, Dick Cheney, and his company, BlackRock, Mm-hmm. Went in there and got the big ass contract for the for KBR. rebuilding K- Kellogg Brown and Root. He was well, the CEO before he became vice president. Well, let, me, I loved George Bush. Mm-hmm. I voted for him both time. I even I even um, campaigned for him. I have to leave. So I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> so you're canceled this is, now. This is kind of how I feel. <laughs> so now I'm like, oh my god, how the fuck did I do that? So, but I feel like. People that voted the way they voted this time, I would, I wish that they would admit it and then just try to change. So I, I admit I fucked up. I shouldn't have voted for the guy. Um, and it was a mistake and I regret it, but I, I think we have to be open to people that voted for Biden and obviously he's fucked up and I wish people would just go, man, this has been a nightmare for the last few years because with this covid they've been lying to us let's not vote that way anymore that's what i did you know what's great about bush right now people like bush again because he came out against trump when trump was president and people started talking about how great bush was he was in the news again i'm like are you fucking kidding me this fucking ex coke addict, whatever dude that fucking was like, hey, fucking nine eleven, let's kill a bunch of people. <laughs> like this motherfucker, this piece of shit human being is all of a sudden good now. He's a good guy because he said he didn't like Trump in an interview. So let's show how great of a president he was. Are you kidding me? There's enough- I know if there's a bunch of powerful people that don't like one guy, mm-hmm. you got to look at the, why the hell do all these powerful people exactly. hate this guy? And when both sides of the two-party system hate the guy for some yeah. reason, it's like, whoa. You got to open kinda, your I hate both to, sides of you. I mean, the guy's a dick. I get <laughs> he it. He is a dick. He's abrasive and everything they else. Can all be, they can all be pieces of shit. Yeah, in my yeah. Yeah. He's up front with it. He's in your face with it. He's not in behind closed doors. Like, oh, that was motherfucker. <laughs> but it almost, it almost seemed like they were just kind of cancel him too I mean that's I mean the, the media just was relentless on him talking trash and you know yeah well, he, he said he, a lot he, of he, he, he said a lot of stupid shit yeah. on stage but guess who says more stupid shit on stage oh I know this guy that we've had in office the last couple of years oh this is a good for the for the for this is Okay, we had some technical difficulties. Um, so now we're back, and we all peed and everything. So, yeah. but I want to go back to what Chris was saying. 
So yeah, so um, back when Trump was, he had that speech that he had where he said, you know, they're not sending their best; they're sending rapists and murderers. Um, and then the media—that's that's what they put out in the media. And then the right got super pissed because they're like, that wasn't the full quote of what he said. They're making him look racist when he's not. And the full quote was, they're not sending their best. They're sending rapists and murderers. I guess some of the people are okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> and so they were upset that the media was putting out fake news. You know, that he they, they cut out part of his speech, the qualifying part of the speech. And making him look racist, but when you listen to that, like, that's kind of a shitty thing to say in itself still, though. So, like, I was on both sides on that. I'm like, it's a shitty thing that he said, I agree, but you kind of did fucking fake news him with it by cutting off, you know, the the part where he kind of redeems what he said. Yeah, Not really, just, but, you know. Just let us hear it. I mean, right. that, that's, there's some truth of that, too, like the uh, the George Floyd situation. They they just showed the guy they just showed the officer Chauvin on his back. They didn't show what was leading up the whole hour of lapel footage from the, the from the officers. The officers can right. They didn't they didn't show all that that was leading up to that. They, well, I I, I, know, I know it's a very touchy subject, but since this is the point. The point is that the media will only show you a segment just to trigger people. I swear it. Yeah. Because if you, I, I, I sat there and I watched the whole hour long and six minute video or whatever, how long it was. Now, from initial contact, he was already, uh, I mean, all right, the toxicology report showed meth and fentanyl in the system. So that's enough to kill anybody. But um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm ju- definitely not justifying uh, Officer Chauvin. That was a piece of shit move, man, as a, as a human being to another human being. Absolutely. Um, but when you watch the whole video, you can see that, that George Floyd was struggling with the drugs that were in his system. He was hyperventilating. He was acting totally erratic. And I thought when you, when you watch the whole video, rather than just a segment of Chauvin on his back, which, I, again, it's a piece of shit move, one human to another, um, you sh- you, he shouldn't have done that. And if I, if I was one of the officers standing around him doing that, like, I'd be like, dude, get the hell off of him, dude. You've been on him. How long? Get off him. Right. He's in cuffs. He's subdued. He's... It's over. Right. Get the hell off of him. What the hell's wrong with you? You're a piece of shit. He still is a piece of shit. That guy is a piece of shit. Chauvin is. I guess he's chauvinistic. But anyway, um, no, the point is. <laughs> that was bad. If it was a woman. No, the point is, the point is the media will, will only give you a segment of something to trigger you rather than show you the whole story. Like, sure, you can't put the hour long you know, interaction with George on the news well, and like, hey, everybody, look at this. To no. me, I, I think it's okay. It's it's more sensationalized, yeah. and it's and it's packaged in a way to to get the maximum effect out of it. In reality, you know, you'd hope that people would be able to see the whole thing and still get out of the point. Like, there's something wrong with the way we police in this company. Nobody should fucking die for you know a counterfeit bill you know what i mean right and there's a lot of videos out there too where it's it's where people will kind of be taking the police side saying well he ran away it's like okay so he ran away catch him you know what i mean like do you have to shoot him in the back 12 times like you know right but yeah to your point what i think you're trying to say with that i don't want to put words in your mouth is that they are sensationalizing things to get the maximum emotional response right Exactly. Yeah. And I, I, I think it's ridiculous. I mean, when 
Just let us see it. Exactly. Like it's pretty. It's pretty sad when you have to sit there and watch the media and question every single thing they say because they bullshit you so much. So it's like, well, what's the real story now? Okay. You show you showed me the segment on, you know, Chauvin on his back, kneeling on him for way longer than he sh- ever should have. And but what was going on before that? And then I watched it myself and came up with my own conclusion. Like, well, he was really really high on some shit. I didn't know what the hell it was. Toxicology reports came back again. I'll say meth and fentanyl. It's like, that's pretty bad, man. That's pretty bad. Like, but the fact is that you have him, he's handcuffed. Why are you still sitting on his back? Mm-hmm. The whole well, thing. Well, yeah, I already, yeah, said, I already, I already said that. Well, I mean, that's not that's, a threat anymore. That, 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 right. make, that makes me outraged. Which, which makes with me that situation. This, but it, it, the thing is, that it's what happened leading up to George Floyd. We were locked down. Mm-hmm. We were in the house, shaking bees' nest, and then they let us out. And then they kill ritualistically a black man, which is going to piss everybody off. Mm-hmm. And now they can go, we have the internet, we have technology, we have AI, we have models. Let's get this riled up around the entire world and model exactly what's about to happen with everyone and how they react to this now. Because now we can actually put this into a think tank, AI, and see how it's going to react. If, let's say, I don't know, we got pissed off and said, you know what, I don't really like what the government's doing right now. Let's organize and get something together. They have a model right now with AI that they can utilize this against. That's what they did to George Floyd. That was a ritualistic killing of him, and they let everyone watch and that's why they did it, to get everyone, like you said, emotionally riled up mm-hmm. and then go, boom, throw it out there. Oh, was... And push a big... Yeah. It, it seems every media story, I can't say everyone, but most mm-hmm. of them have a, have an agenda and a way to cause divisiveness amongst yeah. the society and, and people. Yeah. Like They don't want us talking to each other about things constructively and yeah. you know, trying to come up with something. No, they want, they want us to all be isolated in our own feelings and opinions and like, you can't touch my beliefs and my opinions and... We're just gonna never see eye to eye. Get out of here! Just get out of here! Get the hell out of here! You're wrong. I'm right. If you listen, oh sorry. No, if you listen to the media, you would think that everybody hates each other. Yeah. Blacks, whites, you know, everybody. Everybody hates each other. In everyday life, you don't see it. No. No. You really don't. But then again, people are too worried about offending other people because you have to, to to have an opinion. You have to take a chance of risk of. I might offend you saying something, or yeah. I might offend you. You have to have that within you to do it. And people are too sensitive to where it's, I can't have an opinion where you don't agree with me because they don't actually have a solid foundation of what they actually feel. Because their feelings are fluid. It's not concrete of why they stand on It's just a feeling. Because if you change, let's say if it's, it's almost like the, I, I mean, this could be a little weird, but it's almost like BDSM where people are, <laughs> no, no, really. Or a little bit like BDSM. There you go. Or if you, if someone likes pain and they feel that as pleasure, well, their wires are crossed. How many people have had their wires crossed to where they don't actually know what their feelings actually are because they haven't been shown them? Well, hey, you got to be offended. If you're offended, you're learning. Yeah. Right? And <laughs> or, well, we... either, well you, you also understand something that someone has a point of view that you necessarily don't have. Yeah, I mean, but if you say something to me and I go, oh, "That's terrible," well, oh wow, he learns. I'm learning, and you're he learning, learns, and yeah. Learns. So, and you say, "Well, why does that offend you?" or "What's up?" And then, but instead of they they want us to go, "Well, you're you're evil because you think that way." I'm done with you. Right? They don't they don't the, care the, to question and go down far. Right. Like, well, why do you think? And that? not not only that, that. Now they want there's people that want to talk about actually banning certain speech. 
right? Yeah. And um, if I may talk about Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Let me Germany, just preference. Chris is, it was in the military and he lived in Germany, did stand up in Germany. So Yeah, for uh, I lived there for 14 years. Yeah. So. so I lived almost half my life in Germany. Um, there's There are actual laws against like um, racism, like Nazism in Germany. Um, I've heard of people like getting their door kicked in. They were a web administrator for a hate website. They got their door kicked in at like two o'clock in the morning just for administrating the website. Right. So I obviously didn't agree with the guy administrating a hate, uh, hate website, but at the same time, I'm like, it's a judgment call too. Right. But it's like, they've banned this, you know, they banned Nazism in Germany for a reason because you know, the Nazis, But what I noticed is that it it feels to me like it made the issue worse because there were obviously still very racist people out there, mm-hmm. but now they're kind of in the shadows, right? And now that they're not able to openly express these feelings or dis- discussion, it's like they're never going to learn that it's wrong either, right? Kind of what yeah. we were talking about you know, just a minute ago. And I had a boss who was um, the manager of the whole site, and he called me in upstairs, and we were talking about work. And there was another guy there who was kind of openly racist, but he never really said anything that can get him fired. And they were both in there, and they started talking about the workers. And that's how they started. Like, the workers down there, you know, they're kind of you know lazy, and they never really listen. Uh, to preface this, there was we had I worked with a lot of Turkish workers in this warehouse where I worked at. Mm-hmm. So he's referencing the Turkish workers there mm-hmm. as just saying, you know, the workers are kind of lazy. So it was like he was slowly trying to test see the test the water with me to see where I'm at if I'm racist. Oh, I see. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, I don't know what you mean. You know, he's like, you know, those workers. Like, he started getting a little bit more forceful, yeah. those workers. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know what, you, what you're talking about. And then he realized this door is closed with me. And then he was done with the topic. But he treated me differently after that day. Like, he, after that day, I felt a different relationship with him after mm. that. So that's what my fear is is if you ban things and ban certain words then that creates these dark little things we see it already right now Mm -hmm. you're kicking people off twitter facebook yeah where do they go they go to like a 4chan they go to a another like website where they can spout whatever they want and nobody comes in with a dissenting opinion to tell them hey you know uh, they've never met you know a trans person before but they hate trans people yeah they have no idea how that person feels or anything like that. They just hate them, and they're never going to come into like a dissenting opinion to where they learn, well, you know, people have feelings. You know, that's the important thing is to to preserve people's, you know, wellness and happiness. Yeah, you know, and let's hate, not hate, put them all in a box. Yeah. They hate people's projections of what they think that actually is because they see it so much, so they go, oh, they must be this or they yeah. must be mm-hmm. that. It's Even even I've, I've fallen into this camp where it's yeah, just like... Yeah, we all have. Like, We're oh, human. You're a, like, like, oh, like, I'm a liberal, and I kind of go... I, 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 my immediate reaction is to go, oh, okay, you're one of them, but let me talk to you first. Yeah. yeah. It is, that's just... Because liberal used to be a little different than it is now. Yeah. It used to be freedom... Freedom of choice, all that stuff. And now they're, they're, the problem with liberals is they vote for the left. 
right? right. I hate they, to say it, but it's true. They don't. Well, well, yeah, they don't they, vote they, for. They they vote for what color and makes them feel good. Right. So it's 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 really just if you could paint yourself that way and project yourself that way, you could be that no problem. But then, then the problem with that is they live in that world so much to where now, when they come out of it, who are you actually? Who are you really? Right. Because you live in some fantasy world. And now you almost slightly resent exactly what you've become. So you just, you treat everybody else like shit behind well, you know, closed doors. Biden, or not Biden, uh, Obama <laughs> and Hillary, they were against gay marriage. For the longest Originally, time. Originally, yep. And, and if they, I mean, if they didn't listen or, or I mean, I don't know if they're. I think, I think Michelle Obama might be a man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just she's I just, got the arms. I, 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 no, I'm not. I'm, only my my thought is I seen this video where she's like dancing apparently, and there's like a like something swinging in between <laughs> her legs. Bulge. I don't, do, I don't do know. You think, do you think Beyonce is a demon just, though? Too. I'm just going off of that. <laughs> Did you see the Beyonce demon video? There's nothing worse than a woman scorn, especially a sister woman scorn. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. She, she congers it up out of herself. Did you did you see the video though of there's a video uh, of Beyonce where they kind of like slow it down and it looks like her eyes turn into like these demon eyes whoa. for a second and they had they put like this this like uh, this really sweet beat on top of it that sounds kind of dark too it's like <laughs> she's dancing and all of a sudden you look at her eyes and it it looks like they're demon for a second but if you watch the video like. Because people don't do that anymore. They with TikTok, they're just like ha 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 yeah. Ha, ha. They just flip through so fast. If you watch the video a couple times, you realize she was blinking at that moment, and her eye makeup made it look like her eyes were still open. Oh, because there was glitter. Or whatever yeah, maybe on her yeah, eyes. yeah, yeah. So it was a demonized. She blinked, <laughs> but people are like, "This is true. This is the <laughs> truth. This is the video that reveals that Beyonce is a demon." Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And there's those camp of people that actually believe that shit. So I, I wonder, I wonder how many people like just fake people out with like certain thumbnails or just mm-hmm. different videos they make to collaborate, and then they like use another media to sell their information to feed them more shit that they're gonna just want to go into until they maybe realize, you know what? I, I don't think this is what it actually is. Like, how, the... like, like, remember like the 2012 videos, and they kept playing like, remember they make compilations of like what's happening in the pyramids or things that are flying in the sky, and they would always use Requiem for a Dream as like the uh, <laughs> like like doom music for whatever reason. They kept doing that. I want like I want to say like 2012, like 2015. And they would just keep making these same compilation videos. Oh, I'll, I'll admit right now, I was a Pizzagate guy. I was a Pizzagate guy for a while. Were you really? Yep. Where the whole, you know, there's a child, you know, like child rape, whatever thing, so child sexual assault thing under the pizza place. And they had a lot of, uh, at least from what I saw, compelling information a little bit in the beginning. And then, obviously, under scrutiny, when I mm-hmm. looked into it a little bit more, I was like, ah, oh, this is bullshit. But it was fun for a little while to be like, like oh, man. Like, ooh, uh. <laughs> I'm in there. But um, that was right before the QAnon shit came out. Yeah. And when that came out, I was I started to get a little um, scared. Oh, scared. you're scared? Yeah, because it felt to me definitely like it was some type of um, like uh, government involvement in, mm. in it. Like a dis- disinformation type thing, where they were giving out enough like real information mixed with other stuff to kind of you know subvert your 
understanding of what's going on. I'm with you on that. So wait, you actually did your own research and you found out the facts? Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's like incredible. Because like, like, I could. In in school, in school today, you're not allowed to question anything. You're just supposed to do the work that they tell you. You're not supposed to critical think and be your own individual person at all and come up with your own conclusions and do your own research. Mm -hmm. No, they want you to hit that textbook they give you and then no, you just need to learn that. Nothing else. And math we is racist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, did you did you read that shit about the that nope. is it actually is racist? No, I've heard about it. I've joked about it because people have said it to me. I have said, you know what? I am not diving into this. I am not giving it the time of day. <laughs> I am not gonna two play plus with two it. equals five. Go yep. fuck yourself. It was it's, it, apparently it's because in like uh one culture, um they didn't have four, I guess, as a number. They only had five. So for them, like two plus two actually equals five because oh. they don't have four. We right? haven't even smoked any weed. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm facepalming right now. <laughs> but like, I, under, I do understand where that would make sense. Okay. In the same sense, though, if you're using metric or are you using standard? Yeah. Is, is it... I don't know. What are you? Are you, are you, a, are you a Brit because you use metric system? I don't know. It's like we, we make 9mm guns, but the most common bolt is a 10mm. That doesn't yeah. make any sense either. Um, what was I going to add to that? Uh, it's interesting that they say it's racist, though, but it came out of the Middle East, like arithmetic and stuff, right? Yeah. And that's that's a whole other Rhythmic topic. And astrology. Did we talk Jesus. about that? I think me and you personally talked about that a little bit. Yeah. But like... Um, what happened with religion when religion came into the region? It kind of destroyed everything, well, which they like to say with Christianity. The Christianity, uh, when it came, the Dark Ages, it destroyed like science. But also with Islam in and the Middle East, when it came in, the same thing happened too. So, I, I th- well, they're all they're all they, related. Yeah, I mean, you got you got you got Christians, the sun god. You got Islam, it's the moon. And you got Judaism, which is the stars. It's well, all it's all the sky clock. Well, Jesus, Jesus and Mary are actually Jeez. Jesus and Mary are actually in the Quran. Really? Jesus is a prophet in the Quran. Yeah, wow. he's actually in there. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that, so it's like no, oh. because I I've never well, read the, only the way, Quran. <laughs> I the only way I knew that was I had a conversation with a guy who was a Muslim and. He kind of just came out and he was just like, he was like, yeah, Jesus is a prophet in the book. And then I ended up looking later and, you know, investigating it, <gasps> not just taking his word for it, but. That's cool, man. You're telling you know, a lot of information about, you know, some of the best selling fiction books of all time. What if you took Jack? <laughs> well, no, I, I'm with you on that. I'm with you. It's been revised and edited. There, 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 there has been no more deaths caused by anything else besides religion in this world. Which are fueled by people who don't know that they don't know. And people and that convinced. are all all caught and upset in their emotional beliefs again. That's exactly. what's the same shit that's going on with cancel culture. Yeah, I was I was raised I was raised Catholic, and then when you know when I was like sixteen or seventeen, and all the stuff that happened in my life, like my dad died when I was young. I was uh, eight when he died. He had a snowmobile accident, Jeez. and you know all the things that happened in my life. Like you know, the first reaction is just to say it's all bullshit. Especially when you start, you know, seeing contradictions in the texts and everything like that. And I think that's what happened to a lot of people. And what I hope happens to them is what happened to me. I kind of finally separated the organized religion part from spirituality and kind of started saying, you know, like, 
because I just see more things happen in my life that I, I felt were unexplainable. Maybe there is an explanation I just haven't found yet, but um, that have gotten me more spiritual. And like, I don't know if it's God or whatever, but some type of energy or good, the goodness in people or something yeah. like that. Like I've started to get more spiritual and I hope that that's where people are able to start heading saying, you know, we don't need the organized part. We can have our own personal, personal relationship with whatever mm-hmm. goodness. Right. Or, you yeah. can have a personal Who's your weed dealer, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I don't smoke weed. <laughs> I, I, don't, I was brought up Episcopalian. We're like bad Catholics. <laughs> <laughs> was like Luth- like Lutheran Christian. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I was brought my, up like that. <laughs> my mom, she's she was a catechism teacher and she's on her third marriage. She has five kids with three different dudes. Oh wow. So she wasn't a very good Catholic either. <laughs> <laughs> she like Red Stag? What? Did she like Red Stag? Uh what's Red Stag? It's a whiskey. I don't know. No, every no. Catholic that I talk to just loves Red Stag. <laughs> <laughs> just, just That's your bias. Your bias against Catholics here. How so, dare you? know what else, though, you? too, is religious religions do a lot of good. I yeah. know a lot of bad, but the, who, I've never heard of atheist missionary. Mi- missionary. Mis- yeah, missionary, right? Yeah. Like if you go to yeah. another country, you, you never, because um, one of my son's girlfriends was trying to do something like that, and she didn't want to do something with with a church i've actually never heard of an atheist missionary i've heard of like right. every other religion that's a missionary because they're trying to push that product on you like yeah, atheist yeah. there is no product to push hey don't believe in god it's pretty much that simple yeah. right well there's well, i don't, don't know don't, why don't, don't believe in the man-made gods how about that a negative when you look at historically the church was you know for the poor the church yeah, was used, for yeah. the sick as well because mm-hmm. there weren't hospitals to take these people right. the church would do it so like Historically, the church, you know, in that sense, has done a lot of good too. Obviously, historically, the church is, I mean, the Catholic Church has done a lot of messed up shit. But Mm -hmm. I mean, like, if you look at it the other way, like, I think that's why a lot of people that live out in more rural areas are more religious because the church takes a bigger part in their life. You know, the church is where everybody meets, church is social gathering, the church is where, you know, if somebody needs help, they go to it. It's still serving its old function of the church being the place where people do that and nowadays you know people don't have to do that to find their place or socialize or whatever so well you guys we're almost out of time oh shit oh, i know um we didn't talk about everything you want to talk about i know and i have to pee i know i don't well i don't know but i might poop though <laughs> i'm just saying i have to pee no, I could, I just, we could do a uh, second thing but i'm down whatever well, we take right. another break right now? We're going to take yeah. a break, you guys. We're going to do a uh, second round. The second round, second round, second part two. Round. It probably is only going to be a half hour because people don't seem to listen to the second. Whenever I have a two-parter, uh, they don't listen all the time. But hmm. maybe they will today because it's. I think it's interesting. It's been a lot of interesting shit. For and um, and then I got some fun stuff in the second half. So, um. We will be right back. I'm Peggy Beattie. I'm out. And we're back. Hey, we're going to lighten it up a little bit. Jesus Christ, we went deep. I told you my dad died. (laughs) I don't know how much deeper we can go. I got molested, too, when I was seven. So we want to... Is that lightening it up, too? (laughs) 
Jeez. <laughs> It was not uh, really cool at the time. Yeah, but, uh, that's not good. Yeah, it's cool to see that that guy's a piece of shit right now, though. I see him on Facebook. I'm like, ah, eh, you fucker. You molested me and your life's ruined. Good for you. Oh, good. <laughs> Too bad he's not dead. <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe he will be dead soon. You yeah. know, I, mean, I might kill him randomly, but well, I haven't figured out a plan yet. Well, do you want me to edit that out? <laughs> That's not premeditated, everybody. He's premeditated. He's just kidding. I'm just joking. So we're going to lighten up. Listen, I want to do this thing. Guess who said this on Facebook? Uh-oh. So, um, you ready? Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. If you hate Christmas just because it's Christmas, the next time you want presents, call a crackhead. Jaden? <laughs> you got that right. Oh, Merry Christmas from two goofballs to you. Oh, that was Tim. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, processes of elimination. Yeah, I guess that's c- this is kind of dumb, eh? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mixed it up. Um, McDonald's really hitting with these ads. That's Jay. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> More there's, effort there's, into being funny, less effort into talking yeah, shit Chris about Barrett. other comedians. <laughs> that sounds like Jaden, too. That's, nope, that's Chris. Uh, but the funny thing is, is I talk shit about comedians, too. So. <laughs> yeah, Mostly about myself, but I talk shit about comedians, yeah. But I'm, I'm, my, I'm my own worst critic, okay? I'm not, wor- I'm not worried about being a hypocrite. I can admit that I am one. Yeah, see? And I also talk shit about other hypocrites, so that makes me a double hypocrite. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that makes you a, just a self-aware hypocrite. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, sometimes you need to talk shit. You know, spiritual, spiritual yeah, hypocrite. You I mean, everybody talks shit. I talk shit about everybody just to be all-inclusive. I don't yeah. leave anybody out of it. You like, hate fuck everybody. those white people. Good for you. Mm-hmm. I love everybody. See, that's where we're on a different different level there. I love everybody so much. Oh God, it's starting to go too. into <laughs> starting to get into Kanye territory. Yeah. <laughs> There's a thin line between love and hate, and uh, well, you got to hate and love at the same time. All right, so now I'm going to play. I'm going to do uh, which comic um, said this joke. Now, you know, I'm not going to be able to say this joke good, but. Remember what the Bible says. He who is within sin cast the first rock, and I shall smoketh it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I know that. That was Dave Chappelle. Huh? Dave Chappelle? Now what? Yes. Now what? Actor, not actor, what? That was Tyrone Bigham. Yes. On Dave Chappelle's show. Yes. Oh, really? He yep, said it? Yeah. <laughs> that was Dave Chappelle. That's a classic. What's awesome. what, what season? One or two. There's only two seasons. Mm-hmm. I think it was the first one, though. What was he doing? There was only two seasons. Is that incredible? There was the Lost episodes, too. The Lost oh. episodes of uh, Chappelle's show, right after. That was hosted by... Uh, oh, I keep forgetting his name. The one dude that says, like, like I'm rich, bitch. And then Charlie Rick Murphy. James. Not Rick. No, not Rick James. Nope. Not... Uh, no. <laughs> I know you're talking about. I know his name. Uh, Damn it. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Is it Roland? Yeah, that, that might or, be. Uh, Oh damn! What's this? Short? Yeah, Ashy Larry. The one dude that played Ashy Larry when they did the dice con, the the uh, dice championship. Anyways, yeah, there's a guy, <laughs> the one that honks the horn at the end. I'm rich, bitch. Yes. God, that's so funny. He he took over host of the lost episodes, I guess. Okay, here's the next one. 
You have to be able to laugh at yourself. That's what I tell Asian people all the time. Uh, which is kind of funny that this person said it because she's kind of. Oh, it's a she. Give us a hint. Is that Sarah she. Silverman? Yes. <laughs> she used to go at the Asians. Yeah. There was a. She had that joke where she said um, she was trying to get out of jury duty, and she didn't want to be like extremely racist, so she wrote "I love chinks" on there, <laughs> and then some other dude. <laughs> When she told the joke on stage, some other dude was talking about how he was getting offended by it, and she said something to him about, like, he's going to pee-pee in my Coke, and the old stupid kids thing that people used to say, me Chinese, me play joke, me go pee-pee in my Coke. Oh, yeah. So he said that, she said that, but not the first part to the dude, and he got super pissed. It's interesting that That's she's, like, funny. super super liberal right now, though, too, even though she's got uh, pretty interesting jokes in the past, like that one yeah. right there. I know it's kind of she found her she it. found her customer basis now. Yeah. Yep. And excuse me for quoting the word directly what she said. Well, the you know, K word. Um, like you're just quoting. You know who got canceled for that that word mm. is uh Shane Gillis. That's oh. why he got fired from SNL. Mm. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, he oh, said sure. it in a podcast. Oh, well. Years ago or I'm whatever. canceled. Yeah, so, how so we're fucked. I know. But look but at it now. That should be illegal. It really should. You get canceled for something that you didn't know was wrong because it was in the past, but now in the future it's illegal. Like what happens if, like, say, I don't know, chewing dip on a podcast is is illegal, and you were doing it because it was I don't know, it's, it's, tobacco is bad, and this is why it's bad, and it's child labor or some dumbass shit, and then now you get canceled because you were dipping on a podcast. Yeah, no, that doesn't even make any sense. I, I think there's some words that should be allowed, like. Chink, like there's a chink in my armor, or beaner. There's a beaner in my joint, and it smells like shit, and it tastes like shit. I don't know. I I, I always thought beaner was a a word for a marijuana seed when I was smoking a joint, and then I, I don't found out later on that beaner was derogatory towards but, Mexicans because they but, picked but, beans. Yeah, but oh. Ch- Cheech and Chong say beaner even though. <laughs> but that, that's the thing though. It's how do you how do you go back on what happened and go that's bad and we're going to cancel you for that because you didn't know it was bad? Yeah, I, I think there's like open lines the of hell out of people. It'd be nice if there was open like lines John of communication. Wayne. Like really, there <laughs> yeah. is no bad words. Just try to refrain from saying that. But there's really no reason to like. I don't know. I think. I mean, what happened? To the, we were talking about old. You, Chris, pack- Chris, you brought up the old expression like with the. You know, pee-pee and the coke thing. Like, well, what about the old expression, sticks and stones break my bones, but words, mm-hmm. will, n- words will never hurt me. So it's like... Yeah, we, don't, we don't want to talk about that. We don't so what do you guys think in the future? <laughs> words, <laughs> words shouldn't matter a whole lot as long as, you know, I don't know. They're going to think what we're doing now is awful, like slavery was awful. Slavery yeah. was terrible, but it's still going on today. I mean... Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, let's not talk about that, though. Let's talk about no, shit that happened No, my point is, like, la- back in, you know... Day, that was norm it was norm yeah really but was. now what's norm that they're gonna cancel people for exactly well maybe like for words maybe I, uh, I say something yeah. that other veterans don't like that that gets them upset i say you know what if in the future they come out and they say the war in iraq was a crime against humanity yeah yeah i participated in that i yeah. was there so i'm technically a war criminal now can you imagine that Right now, everybody's all like, "Oh my god, veterans and everything like that." 
So technically in the future, because, I mean, the Nazis, it's the same thing they were doing. If they didn't see what was going on with, you know, all the other stuff, they're just some regular supply dude somewhere in Germany as a Nazi, you know. Later on, finds out all this bad shit's happening. He's a war criminal. Yeah, he's just a forklift driver, but he's a right. Nazi. He's a forklift Nazi. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But you know what I mean? So if in the future they look, analyze what happened in Iraq, and they said that was a war crime, I participated in a war crime. Even though I didn't kill anybody, whatever, I'd technically be a war criminal. Right now, people are like, oh, thank you for your service, blah, 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 blah. I, I think you're off the hook, though, because the government is never accountable for what the shit they do. The U.S., yeah, until they lose. They are never. That was one of Hitler's sayings. They're never held responsible. That was the the victor would never be, will never be written by the loser. No, the, the, um, the victor will never be asked if he was right or something. Isn't history is written by the victor? Well, that's another quote, but the, 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 the winner will never be asked if they were right because you're the winner, you know? Yeah, so. Okay. Because you're well, and plus, then you're the one that technically writes the books, and the the United States never did anything horrible. You know what I mean? Because we won. Hmm. So that sounded like an Asian slur right there too. (laughs) (laughs) We won. Okay, the next one. I was on a date with this really hot model. Well, it wasn't really a date date. We just ate dinner and saw a movie. Then the plane landed. Norm McDonald? No. Bill Burr? Nope. I'll say, I don't think it is, but I'll say Gilbert Gottfried. No. Louis C.K.? Nope. Chris Rock? Nope. He comes to Mark Ridley's every year. He's David Tell? Yep. Booyah! Booyah! Yes. Okay. Real so, so, quick, on a side note, does David Tell have some back problems? I don't know. I don't he know. Does, I don't, I don't, he does uh, hunch over, right? No, because the, the first time you invited me out to go yeah, see, you have like a backboard. Yeah, I kept, I kept doing this, and I'm like, I, I, I don't, I don't want to be rude, but I was just like, what's up with his back? I wanted to say like, like, hey, do, do you see that right there? Like, I he had like he some must. brace or something. Like it was like poking oh, out really? of his out of his shirt. I wish him the best because he's funny but, as shit. No, yeah. right, right, he's hilarious. He is. He's amazing. He really is. I saw Mark Mark uh, Norman at Ridley's. It was so funny. Do you know who he is? Wait, Mark, Mark Norman is Mark terrific. Norman. Yeah. yeah. Look him guy. up. He's wait, so wait, funny. Wait, you wait, don't wait, give wait. a fuck either. <laughs> him, Shane Gillis. Those are. Like and, and that's the brand of comedy that needs to be out there. Uh, Chris and I had the pleasure of going to see Louis C.K. And oh, he was, yeah, I saw him too. He was attacking right everything that you should never talk yeah. about, but he attacked every single thing, and the whole crowd was laughing their asses off. And, and, brilliantly. It, made, and it made me realize, like, you know, see, there is a. There is an angle at this. You got to make it funny for sure, but you can address any situation that's taboo that you shouldn't talk about. But you got to make it funny, and he did that. He presented it very well, and the whole crowd was laughing. It's like, see this: the freedom of speech is still alive and well in comedy, as mm-hmm. it should be. Right. Judging by that crowd right there filling the Fox Theater in Detroit, and I, I just believe that it should be more socially acceptable. There's a lot of people that like try to hate and try to talk shit about. Your material and the topics that you talk about and everything, and I just I find that rude because it's like, dude, it's if somebody doesn't say the shit that you're not supposed to talk about, then freedom of speech will be totally gone. And 20 years from now, we can't say, you know, anything that's There's derogatory. A, I agree with that. There's I take a different stance on some of it. I think you should still consider 
what you're saying and what what can happen from it. For instance, I make jokes sometimes like uh, about spousal abuse, like kick my wife down the stairs or some shit like mm-hmm. that. But in the context of if you know my wife and you know me and how I am, you know that my wife is very dominant. She's a German lady. She's fucking dominant as shit. So <laughs> me saying I'm kicking her down the stairs is like saying like I kicked fucking the rock down the stairs. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not going to happen. But you might tell the joke with a context in it and it's funny, but somebody might listen to it and be like, ha ha, hurting women, funny. Hurting women right. is funny. Like, I want to hurt women. You know, they, they have a different understanding from it. And I think Bill Burr brought it up in a, a joke, too, where he was saying, you know, I start talking about some things and you could see that people are, like, laughing for the wrong reason. So I still think that, you know, you should consider what you're talking about oh, somewhat. You're talking about, like, that abortion joke you did? And, yeah, but... Like you should consider what you're saying. Well, exactly. You can't just go up there and be a totally decide, abrasive asshole yeah. like Donald Trump and just say whatever the hell if you, you decide, want. If you decide context, yeah, you got to make it funny. I said, like, if you decide not to consider things, whether you're ignorant to the fact or whether you intentionally say I don't care, then you have to live with the consequences of mm-hmm. it too. Agreed. And you should also accept the consequences of it. You know what I mean? You should be aware of your environment. You should be aware of who's there and mm-hmm. what what's going on, and that you saying this could cause you know somebody harm. And if you do it anyway, then you need to accept that you can't just say, "Well, you're just too fucking," you know. Yeah, I agree with you. On that. Right? Yeah, like I a agree. woman who just got raped. Right. For whatever reason, she's at a fucking yeah. comedy show. Right. And well, then well, you well, say, "Lucky, I have no rape jokes." <laughs> right. Well, you say rape. That just right. the word rape is going to trigger no, this course. woman, right? Mm-hmm. So, but I don't think she should stand up and yell at you for saying that joke, right? So she right. should, well, like, yeah, she'll have PTSD to it, just like like when people say trust the government. I'm like, oh, I have PTSD. I can't trust those fuckers. No. There's well, also the open mics. Mm-hmm. So you do a you do a joke that's borderline. You know, Louis C.K. doesn't just write that joke and present it he works it yeah. works it works it and when he just got done with that uh, controversy with the jerking off thing he was working a joke the the pedophile joke and um he does a pedophile joke i guess or he did <clears throat> and he was working it and working it at an open mic and people were recording it and he almost got canceled all over again it's like come on like you have to be able to work out the joke. It just doesn't come the first time you write it. And uh, I I went and saw him at Royal Oak Theater right after he got canceled, and I got tickets for like thirty bucks. It was like awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Oh, this is awesome!" And it was sold out. So, anyways, but um, yeah, I agree with you. But I don't think it seems to me too that it's mostly women. They get upset and yell shit out. If you go online and say hecklers, nine times out of ten, it's a white woman. Because they're more emotionally off. driven. So that's what's yeah, ruining. That's just, that's just a fact. Yeah. That, that's what's pushing cancel culture. It's the Karens. It is. <laughs> that's why I do the Karen joke. <laughs> I love your Karen joke. I love your fucking Karen joke. So you could do it's Karen terrific. jokes like I do black jokes. Mm-hmm. Because you can't you can't offend Karen because you're a Karen. Yeah, right. I'm one of them. Right, exactly. And I, <laughs> that's that's why I, I try to do like suicide jokes because statistically, oh, I'm man. Yeah, right. middle aged white males. Middle aged white men. They're fucking. Woo. 
<laughs> they're like sixty nine percent of all suicides. Yeah. You're lucky you're not a dentist uh, either. Yeah. Oh yeah, or I'm a middle aged white male dentist <laughs> who served. <laughs> okay, one more or two more. I'm not going to vacuum till Sears makes one with a ride. Yeah, I'm sorry. Till <laughs> Sears makes one you can ride on. Oh, um, vacuum a woman can... ride on. She's pretty famous. Oh, Lisa Lampanelli? No, it's not okay. Roseanne. Yep, it's Roseanne. <laughs> I think you've gotten most of them, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking I've got three out of the four now. So you guys um, suck. You want a goddamn cookie, Jaden? <laughs> I should have a prize or something. You guys suck. <laughs> I, interesting story about Rox, Roxanne. Roseanne is you guys know Joel. Joel. Fragman, I can never say. Fragmenti, yeah, he does the. Um, he's works at. He's a great guy. He does the class at um, Ridley's. Mark Ridley's. The and um, he was opening for her at the Fox, so he, um, you know, sold all these tickets. Everybody was excited. It was kind of a big deal. This is maybe right before COVID, I think. So she canceled him because of something he said on his podcast. Hmm. Which is to me kind of funny because she got canceled. Mm-hmm. For now, I don't know which one went first. I can't remember. I was going to text him today and ask him, but um, yeah, it was shitty, shitty mood move. Like days before he was supposed to go up. Can I, uh, you imagine that? I heard about uh, there's the. I don't know if he wants the, t- the story told, so I'll just not say the name. Okay. Uh, comedian was working with a another higher comedian. He did one set with him, and then he got kicked off the tour because he did a joke about Robin Williams, who had just passed away. And I guess the comedian was friends with Robin Williams, like personal friends with Robin Williams, and he didn't like the fact that he made a joke about Robin Williams, you know. So he kicked him off the the tour. Wow. Mm -hmm. Maybe you should just say, hey, can you not do that joke? True, yeah. Well, all right, like that—that's what's missing. That's what's missing in this situation. That could have been a simple conversation, yeah. like yeah. you know, you probably shouldn't joke about that. I was good friends with him, and then that's—that's that, that's what I hate, man. Like, then sit if he down does ha- it again, maybe sit fire. down and have a comp- have a simple conversation with the person before you just like try to cancel them or. Uh, people are taught not Ch- to have try to talk a little ju- mm-hmm. that, that's the issue too like people are taught to not have conversations like yeah he's he's telling him he's like it's abrasive like could you not do that joke anymore and while he's telling him not to do the joke he the guy's going oh, 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 and he's like what are you doing he's like oh an impression of robin's last now you're getting pretty fucking dark and you're Oh, Leave the goddamn geez. genie from Aladdin alone, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm still on my I love wishes. Robin Williams. <laughs> Everything, like even his serious stuff, was just so. Oh, he's brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. yeah, that just goes to show you don't you don't know what the actual face of depression looks like because it can be so hidden by someone else's. Well, you know persona. he was sick. Hi, everybody. Right? I'm not depressed. <laughs> yeah. He was really sick, and he kind of did it. Be- not from was what it I've any read, type of psychotropic drugs? No, no I mean, he was physically sick. Like, like he, he had some oh. kind of um, yeah. disease. He had something going on. Yeah, and he didn't mm. want to go through the stages, I guess. I, you got to double check me, but... <laughs> I got to look into that one. I, yeah. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, I, that's what I heard, but I don't know. This is how we lighten it up. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, this, this is how we're going to lighten it up. So, if, like, <laughs> if I ever find out that, like, I have stage four cancer or something, yeah. I'm going to turn into a fucking heroin addict because it's like, wow... 
I heard that's a really good drug. I've never tried it in my life previously, but if I find out I have stage four cancer, I'm gonna, you know, say my, my say my goodbyes and just be like, yeah, let's try this fucking heroin. Fuck it, rather than suffer for six again. months. <laughs> 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 right, because at that point it's like, who gives a fuck? They give me like six months to live. Fuck this shit. But what okay. I'm swearing a bunch. Sorry. Excuse but what if me. they were also a psychic, and that's what made them influence you to actually do that? To that's what made you have six months left to live. I don't know. Reverse psychology doctor, just a bad job. What if you um, <laughs> just talking? If I got, come on. If, if you just if you get cancer and you decide to start blowing your friends, then you can let me know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, unless he's only done that. only if you're giving me money for heroin. That's all I'm saying. You got to give me money for heroin. Unless he's done that before. And... <laughs> I mean, fuck it's it. Not, you're right. I'm insensitive. Insensitive. You're a Make a Wish Foundation child who wants to blow people for heroin. Oh. They, they, they say don't knock anything till you try it. So I'm like, you know, what? I guess I guess I'll suck Chris's dick before I die. <laughs> fuck it. You know what I mean? He'd be, he'd be the first person to get a blowjob from me. You can ask my wife for about it. It's not really great. It's not a good experience. No. no. You're not no. going to shower me with your love? Sometimes it smells. All right. <laughs> Hopefully it's not clammy. Like me. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, this is the last one. Like how I did that? I, mm-hmm. just, I got out of that. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that anybody driving slower than you is an idiot and anyone going faster than you is a maniac? It's got to be Bill or something, right? He talks about driving a lot, Bill Burr. It's not him. He talks about people no? like a Which turn is... line usually. Hmm. People who can't drive in like intersections. Hmm. Who is it, Jaden, since you knew Chris Rocks? Nope. All right. We'll, we'll, need, we'll need a hint on this, yes. Yes. He's dead. <laughs> Bill Hicks. Nope. I'm going to say George Carlin, man. Yep. God damn, I'm four for five. You guys suck. <laughs> I tried to pick um, comments that are, you know, I don't know. I should have picked Bill Burr. I love Bill Burr. Bill Burr is freaking... His abortion normal. joke is genius. It is. Because it, it, it puts you on the... All right, I get... Because you have to agree. Yeah. But you also go... Mm, right. Where, where do you sit on the line about it? You guys know it? <clears throat> About the cake? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard, I watched the special where he was talking about that. Where he was on. Red Rock. Where he was on the Red Rock. His latest one. That's where he did it. I might have missed that one. Yeah, he's he's basically saying, you know, abortion is killing babies, but who cares? Is his, like, argument for it. No, No. it's not who cares. It's like, he's like, like, I, I agree abortion is bad. And I, uh, I'm pro-choice, but you're still killing a baby. Yeah. It's like if you were to make a, if I was to make a cake and I put it all together, I put it in the oven, and like 20 minutes before it's done, you come in there and you pull it out and fucking throw it across the room. <laughs> it's like, what'd you do to my cake? And they go, it wasn't a cake yet. <laughs> well, what if you wanted to do what you did? <laughs> that's fucking funny. That's it's fucking funny. <laughs> it was that's brilliant. Oh my god, I love, I love jokes like that. Because it's now it's because it, what do you want to do you want to fall on a oh I have to There's double down on it yeah. or, a truth to it. are you listening to what they have to say now there was a girl at Ridley's I think it was open mic that did an abortion joke that was the best abortion and I, I wish I I even messaged her I said that was so funny and so smart like it was a good joke usually I'm like eh, okay abortion <laughs> joke you know. <laughs> 
I got to work on mine. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but she, she, it was really good. When we're done, I'll I'll look her up. See if. Uh, well, I can't look up the joke because well, I didn't record it. So never mind. But it was really, really good, and I wish I could remember it. But so that was like a waste right there. I didn't know her name. I don't know the joke. What a you just know it was an abortion joke, and it was amazing. Way to bring somebody up and not know shit about it. Like. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I can't remember her name or the joke, but, yeah, I brought it up yeah. for, well, yeah, yeah just to share. Yeah. <laughs> I, had a, I had a kind of lame miscarriage joke that I gave to somebody else who uses it right now. Um, I said, when me and my wife first got together, we lost the baby. And I said, it wasn't ours, but um, <laughs> and that's it. I said, it wasn't ours. It wasn't our baby. So, and it's kind of, to me. Why did you get him, give it away? Well, I, I don't know. I just kind of feel like I didn't know, have anywhere to go with it. And this guy was like, like talking about stuff. I'm like, do this joke and let me know how it works out for you. And he, he uses it and he goes into a bunch of other stuff about miscarriage and whatever. So good for him. That's a good thing I didn't need yeah. it. I don't know. It feels good to, um, I, I've given away a lot of like tags and punches that punchlines that I didn't uh, have any use for and there it was it, it revolved around other people's topics and everything I've seen them work out on stage mm-hmm. the tags and punches and I, I just think that's cool like that's that's kind of giving it back to the community etc and people that you like and everything so but I think the rule is if they don't ask don't give kind of yeah you need I mean, consent if they don't yeah. ask don't right. give yeah like if you if you do a joke and then I go up to you and go oh I think you should well, you didn't ask me, so I don't think I should say anything. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time. I have okay. a hard thing though, where I do like where I'll watch somebody and then it'll like flicker an idea and I'll write it down and I'll give it to them later. Yeah. And some people, it, it gets it's like mixed reviews yeah. from it, or like I'll creepily Facebook message them and be like, "When you said this, I felt like you were going to go to there, and it might have been. I thought it might be funny. Now, yeah, you have to take it. If you don't, then whatever. Now you know. me, I love it when people do that. Mm-hmm. I really do. I, I I'm like sweet. Let me try it yeah, or so let I, me. I, I think the author. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure I gave you one, Peggy. Nice. Yeah. The eating ass, the dugout. No, you didn't give me that. <laughs> I swear I did it. Graduate. No, it was a guy I work with. <laughs> swear it. No, you didn't. Because you're like, what base is that? And I was like, it's the dugout. No. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was at work. My friend JC did it. Because we were sitting and I said, I want to do a joke about eating ass. And I'm like, I find it, I think it's disgusting. Always got a sandwich stuff like in his it. mouth. And then, what? <laughs> well, I was like, just like, I was just thinking like, I'm at work. And he's like, I want to do a joke You're about eating, eating a bowl. Well, he was so like, that sounds, that sounds, we're at lunch. It's where I gave you that. Oh, yeah? Probably. No. And then he goes, um, he's the one that did the line. And I, and then he does, he did that. He says, yeah, I said, and then I said about the first second base, and he goes, and I go, and what base? And then he said the dugout, and I was like, oh my god! And he goes, they're not even playing on the field. I've used that tag, and I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> and I, I wrote it that day and did it that night at Mark Ridley's. I swear I gave that to you on no. a file card at Gresham Pub. Did uh, I had one with bases. You uh, might have, but I already I had because I, I used that as soon as I did it. Amber, I've never not did the joke without the dugout. Amber Amber heard Amber heard pooping in his bed. I said I thought she was German because uh, shitting in your lover's bed is second base in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a, I can let that one go to the podcast because nobody's talking about Amber Heard anymore. So I'll I'll never do it again. There you go. But I thought that was. 
I don't think it was any unusual situation either. I think Johnny Depp which is a, was just into scat sex and loved getting shit on. So I think that was... Oh. Hmm. Like he's shit, he's, she's shit in the bed, but really he just wanted to get shit on. Wow. He would have stayed with that relationship if he wanted to keep getting shit on. Yeah. Well, he can only... It's true. <laughs> For real. If, you, if you're a scatomaniac like he was, <laughs> then, well, you'd want to get shit on by multiple people, different people. <laughs> All right, I it's think so we're gross. done. That's so gross. What do you guys think? <laughs> I think we're good. Yeah, yeah. smooth. Feels good. <laughs> Any promos? You got our show? Yeah, we got a. Uh... Jaden Jaden does a lot of shows. It's he does a really good job. I've done one of your shows, yep. and it was a really good night. So he puts on a lot of uh, great shows. Tell us about it. February eleventh. Yep. Uh, Commercial House in Richmond, Michigan. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, I call it the future headliner show because there's a bunch of comics that I think are like really pushing the uh, pushing pushing themselves to get into that headliner situation um, I mean the comics that are involved there's a lot of features that have featured for some national headliners and big comics and everything so it's gonna be a fun show Peggy's on it I'll be the host and it's gonna be a lot of fun even though I've never featured <laughs> I don't know if you know that what I'm fired <laughs> How dare you say that? I, th- I swear you just had something at Ridley's that you featured. Mm-mm, never featured. Excuse I'm, me. I'm uh, hosting a, a weekend. I'm hosting a not a weekend, a special Sunday, but it's, it's close enough. Technical. <laughs> <laughs> oh, should I have not said that? Oh, well, I you know, I that's no reflection on you. <laughs> I really anyway. thought you did. I'm, I'm not your autobiographer over here. <laughs> I know. Biographer. Yeah. I got Tenacity Brewing on the 21st, <laughs> Saturday, 21st. Um, some interesting comics on there with me. I'll yeah. just say that, too. It's yeah, uh, near up. Flint, if anybody wants to Bur- go. No, no it's, it's in Flint. Tenacity isn't. And is your, it? your podcast. Oh, yeah, and I do a podcast sometimes when I feel like it. It's uh, Pokey Talk Time. You go to pokeytalktime.com. And then you listen to it, and then you never want to ever have anything to do with me ever again after it. <laughs> so we get into some hard stuff on there, too, but I don't know. It's like I, I feel like in the end, you know, a good message is told and not just bad things. And we make fun of TikTok videos. It's kind of fun. Yeah, it is fun. You watch TikTok videos at 3 a.m., so. Oh, I watch TikTok live. That's different. That's a complete. Oh. And Tim? What's up, Tim? <laughs> What's up? What's up, Chris? <laughs> I was passing it on to you if you yeah. had anything you uh, wanted to. No, I, don't, I don't have any. I don't really have any promos right now. Good. So uh, talk about what you do. If anybody needs a diesel mechanic, if anybody needs a diesel mechanic, Tim is the guy. Tim can Tim fabricate is, and weld and do all that too. He's but incredible. he's also a terrific diesel mechanic. And he's funny as fuck. Tim, what's your yeah. number? Let you give him a call. No, you could be called uh, what five eight six seven four six six three five two, or you could follow me on Instagram at uh, Turbo Negro fifty four. <laughs> <laughs> I feel racist just wanting to look better. <laughs> Turbo, I love that. Yeah, like yeah. Oh my god! And that bike that you had that break that it really does break my heart. That green bike, green. Oh, oh that Yamaha oh RX one hundred. God, that is gorgeous. You did a great job. On I can't that. find another one like it. I've looked so far. You could find them in red and purple. You can't find them in green. I'm wondering if that bike came from India because that oh. over in India the RX one hundreds are freaking 
all over the place. It's sharp. What the hell did you sell it for? I traded it for a go-kart, fucking dumbass. <laughs> oh, isn't that funny when you look back and go, why did I do that? Anyways, um, I want to thank you guys. Really, it's been a lot of fun. Um, we probably will never do comedy again after this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll keep it going. It. I'll keep it going. Yeah. I don't think it was too bad. I think we were fairly, I mean, but I guess other people can look at it differently. Yeah. People like, will judge oh us God. either way, so it's like you can never make everybody happy. Yeah. So people that we didn't make happy, you can fucking eat our ass. Did you guys have fun? <laughs> I'll find the non-believers I had after fun. this. I had, a, I had a good time. Like, seriously. Will, would you do it again? Hell oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, cool. Okay. Yeah, I, I liked not having to do anything but talk. Yeah. Instead of, like, when I'm my thing, i got to, like, do all the video and all the crap and then make sure it continues rolling and all that. Yeah. And I'm just like, hey, I could just chill here and I know it is say fun. things. I've done a couple <laughs> podcasts and it's like, sweet. Yeah. So, Jaden. Yo. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Peggy, for having me on. It was a lot of fun. You're welcome. We, uh, Chris? We had a good time. Good. I, I love you. Oh, I thank love you, you too. <laughs> Turbo? Peggy. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. So, you guys, um, oh, I got, I don't know if I'll have this out by then because I think I got a lot of fucking editing to do. <laughs> <laughs> but I have uh, Detroit to LA um, this Tuesday. I'm really June. excited about it. I'll and um, hopefully uh, everybody comes out and it'll be a great show, even if I don't win, which I probably won't because there's some really good comics. But, anyways, and Car Scene with Dean. That's my husband's. Um, he's interviewing the uh, president of Autorama. So if you're into cars, check out Car Scene with Dean. It's a great show. And I'm Peggy Beatty, and I'm out. <laughs>